What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Maction. I am former NIU Husky Mark Scafidi, your host for a recap of how the MAC went last week. What's coming up with the MAC next week? Uh, it was an interesting week in the MAC. Um, one of the most exciting games I, I got to see was Ball State beating UConn. Um, UConn was up, I think, 21 to 10 at halftime. Ball State looked, you know, not very good in the first half. Um, and UConn, you know, they, they looked good. I mean, considering it's UConn, they looked pretty good in the first half. Uh, Husky quarterback Zion Turner didn't throw an incomplete for the first two quarters. It was like, you know, perfect football from the Huskies. Uh, but Coach Mike knew for Ball State, he got the team ready to go at halftime. I don't know what he said to them. But he got everybody on the same page, uh, especially Carson Steele, who had 32 carries for 179 yards and three touchdowns. The comeback in the second half from the Ball State Cardinals. Now, this isn't a MAC game, so it didn't actually help the MAC standings at all, but it got Ball State to four and three. I mean, that's the key thing here is they're now two wins away from a bowl game because you're going to get a guaranteed bowl game if you get six wins. It's guaranteed. That's kind of how the the the, uh, you know, the bowl landscape is now. If they don't have enough games, they just invent a game for an extra team. Um, ball State played hard. They totally kind of took over in the third, fourth quarter. It was really impressive to see the Cardinal just come out there and, like, UConn gave them the opportunity to win. And Ball State took it. A bad team loses that game to UConn. I mean, a bad team loses that game. Um, It was uh, totally, like, I don't know, out of character for, you know, for them to, like, you know, come back and take that victory. Uh, because UConn was giving it away in the fourth quarter. Um, but good for Ball State. They, you know, maybe maybe they're a lot better than everybody thought uh, in terms of MAC level. I mean, they didn't do very well in the non-conference, but no, no one in the MAC really did. But maybe, you know, this is like a, a key win for the Cardinals to project themselves to the top of the MAC and maybe get to seven, eight wins. I don't know. But... Definitely an impressive victory. Um, gosh, it was like, you know, it was impressive um, that Ball State was able to just muscle up and take that victory away from UConn. Um, yeah, Cameron Steele, or Carson Steele had the uh, go-ahead touchdown with, I don't know, like two minutes, two minutes left in the game or something like that. But, gosh, it was, you know, it's a good victory. Um, for Ball State going forward. UConn, they're not a good team. I mean, they're three and five. They're a bad football team. So, you know, this is one of those, like, you got to win this game. If you're going to be a contender in the MAC, this is one of those you can't afford to lose because you don't get to play UConn that often or teams like UConn. So good for Ball State. You got the job done. Um, you're in great position right now, you know, in terms of a bowl game, you only need two more wins. I I project right now, they're going to get two more wins. 
So a great win for Ball State. Down the road, because I don't think they played, um, Toledo looks to be the best team in the MAC, hands down. Um, Toledo crushed Kent State 52-31 to 31 last week. Toledo's five wins. They look to be, hands down, the best team in the MAC. I foresee them winning the MAC at this point because the MAC East is, you know, I thought Kent State was going to be the MAC East champion. They're not now. I mean, it's, it's very hard for Kent State to get to get where they want to go. Uh, and uh, Toledo Ball State is set up for a couple weeks from now too. So technically, Ball State, you know, if they want to win the MAC, the opportunity is right there. They can beat Toledo, but Toledo looks amazing in terms of the season. They really should only have one loss to the Buckeyes. They lost to a bad San Diego State team, and they probably should have won that game. But I like what Toledo did. I mean, they're they're a good team. Um, they could only have one loss to the to the Buckeyes. So Toledo, I like everything about what's going on with the Rockets right now. Dequan uh, Finn is playing like a MAC championship level quarterback play. Uh. He's getting his team victories. He had six touchdowns and 263 yards uh, for the Rockets last week. Six touchdowns. You're, that's phenomenal play. Phenomenal play. Um, he also had 87 yards rushing and a touchdown. So he not only led the team in passing, he led the team in rushing. Everything about the Toledo Rockets right now I'm going with. I like what I'm seeing. They look to be the best team in the MAC. And they're not, it doesn't even seem close. Like, they're just a little bit better than everybody else. I mean, they crushed NIU. Then they just beat the pants off of Kent State. I don't know if anybody in the MAC can beat them right now, today in October. So, congratulations to the Toledo Rockets. You're getting better uh, as the season's going on. You, you, you would expect that. If they're a good team, you get better by playing MAC teams because MAC teams overall are not the same level as they were playing earlier in the season, like Ohio State and San Diego State. So Toledo's getting better, which is great news for the conference. You're going to have possibly, at this point, maybe they only they don't lose another MAC game. You've got a 10-win MAC team all of a sudden. So it looks really good that the MAC's going to have at least one elite team this season. And that's great news for the conference because you, you get somebody in that top of the – the 10, nine win projection kind of um, level of college football. Uh, Eastern Michigan. Boy, I don't understand them at all. I I really don't. Um, They're four and three on the season. They were one of the only above 500 teams going into last week. And they just get run out of Ryerson stadium by NIU. (laughs) I mean, it is amazing. NIU has the worst defense in the MAC. I'm almost the MAC. They're like fifth worst in the country up until last week. You know, they were giving up nearly 40 points a game. Terrible on defense in every aspect. Eastern Michigan scored 10 points. The weather wasn't a factor. The wind wasn't a factor. Nothing was a factor for Eastern Michigan. There's no excuse why they only scored 10 points. Nothing. I don't understand. Like, this is a terrible loss for Eastern Michigan. Because <laughs> NIU gives up 40 points a game. And uh, granted, they scored 39 points. So it's like they flipped the script. Um, but yeah, it was like watching this game, it was 
mystifying as to why Eastern Michigan is not scoring. They're not moving the ball. They're doing nothing. Um, Taylor Powell had 197 yards, one touchdown. That's not good enough when you're playing NIU's defense. So weird, you know, totally weird. Rocky Lombardi came back for NIU, went for 11 for 15, 115 yards. Um, It was strange because he didn't, he only came in on passing plays. Justin Lynch, the younger brother of Jordan Lynch, NIU legend, he basically ran the ball every time he came in. He had one pass attempt for eight yards. He just, I don't know, they just literally do not let him throw the ball. So it's weird. It's really weird. Had a nice game for the Huskies. NIU played their best game of the year, easily, except for the Kentucky game, which they lost. But this was the best performance NIU's put on, on the field all season long. Eastern Michigan, this is the same team that dominated Arizona State a month ago. So it's it's weird. <laughs> it's very weird that you get manhandled by a team like NIU who has talent, but they can't stop anybody on defense. So Eastern Michigan, whoa. Not so fast there, as Lee Corso would say. You need some work because you only scored 10 points against one of the worst defenses in the nation. Get back to the drawing board, Eastern Michigan. Because you need two more wins. So your up and down season continues for the Eagles. Um, that was not a great loss for Eastern Michigan. Nice win for NIU. But if you're an Eastern Michigan fan, yikes. You didn't like what you saw there. Uh, Central Michigan versus Akron. This was a battle of two one-win teams. And in a basically almost an elimination game because the loser of this game now has six losses, which was Akron. Now this week, Akron is on the verge of being eliminated from the season's being over. Um, the, a, a loss this week, Akron season basically comes to an end at seven losses. You are no longer full eligible and you're just literally playing out the final month of the season for fun because you have nothing left to play for. So in regards to bowl eligibility, this game was important. Central Michigan keeps their brief brief bowl hopes alive for another week by beating Akron 28-21. Really nothing more than that. Akron's in big, big trouble now. And Central Michigan gets a week off from losing. So congratulations to the Chips. Um, it's still possible for a bowl game, but you got a lot of work to do. Um Probably not going to happen, but you got, you know, it's possible still. Miami of Ohio. Another, like, whoa, what happened here? You beat Northwestern, who is by far the worst team in the Big Ten. I mean, they're horrible this year. They look terrible. But you beat them at Northwestern. Bowling Green lost to an FCS team, but then beats Marshall. So you, you don't know what you're getting every week from the Falcons. Bowling Green beats Miami of Ohio, who at one point I thought would be Mac East co-favorites with Kent State. This is terrible, a terrible loss if you're Miami. If you're thinking Mac East championship, Mac going to a bowl game, losing to Bowling Green didn't help. Because Bowling Green, I mean, they shouldn't be beating you. But give the Falcons credit. 17-13 win for the uh, Bowling Green. I don't know what to make of Miami at this point. You, they're up and down. One week, you know, you're out there beating Northwestern, and now you're losing to Bowling Green. So 
Very strange. Uh, very surprising. A surprising week in the MAC, too. Definitely surprising. Um, Buffalo. Um, another major shocker based on how the season started for them. They, they're the second hottest team in the MAC, if not the hottest team in the MAC. They beat UMass 34 7. UMass is awful. They're 1 6 now. UMass is terrible. Don't want to talk about this very much because UMass is one of the worst teams in Division One. Buffalo, impressive win over a horrible UMass team, um, which UMass almost beat Eastern Michigan a couple weeks ago. So, it, you know, that Eastern Michigan up and down season is going exactly up and down. Um, congratulations to Buffalo. You're 4 and 3. You're two wins away from a bowl game now. So that's the key metric here is six wins. Getting to Detroit is wonderful and all, but the key metric here is six wins. Can you get to a bowl game? Um, and our final game last week, Ohio 33, Western Michigan 14. The momentum for Ohio appears to be trending upwards. Western Michigan is looking terrible uh, these days. So falling to 2-5 and five, Western Michigan, it's going to be really hard for them to turn this around and get to a bowl game. Because it's the numbers just, you know, when you're at five losses, you, you only have two more chances to lose and still, you know, get to the postseason. Ohio, definitely trending upwards. I like what I'm seeing from the Bobcats after that near scare versus, I think, Fordham. Um, Ohio looking like they're going to make it to a bowl game too now. So in terms of getting a bunch of teams to six wins, it looks likely now. Uh Here's how the standings shake out after this week. Buffalo, 4-3 overall. Ohio, 4-3 overall. Bowling Green, Miami, 3-4 each. Kent State, 2-5. Akron, 1-6. On the verge of elimination this week. Toledo, 5-2. Ball State, 4-3. NIU, 2-5. Eastern Michigan, 4-3. Central Michigan, 2-5. Western Michigan, 2-5. So the good news is a bunch of teams are creeping closer to the six-win mark. So at one point, it looked like three MAC bowl teams. Now, <clears throat> realistically, you're looking at five or six um, at this point. So that's good in terms of the conference, getting it to you know, fill out their bowl slots. But still, there's work to be done for you know, quite a few of these teams. The three and four teams can get there. I'm not saying Miami can't do it, but it's going to take a little bit of work now. <laughs> Because you're giving away games, you kind of need to be victories. So let's move into this week. Um, there are going to be <laughs> rivalry games and bowl elimination games. The One of them is both, I believe. Kent State versus Akron for the wagon wheel at Kent State. Kent State is 2-5. and five. Kent State literally cannot afford to lose this game. Akron, if they lose, they're done, but they're going to lose one more game, so it doesn't matter. They're going to be eliminated at some point. Kent State losing to Akron this week for the wagon wheel would basically destroy their season because they would be at six losses. <laughs> six losses. That means there's no more. They have nothing left. There's one more. You know, They only have one more chance. They can't lose another game, basically. So that is the, in terms of 
what's on the line this week? That is an elimination game, basically, for both. Um, I'm going to go with Kent State in that one. It's a 19-point line. Doesn't matter. Kent State's a better team. They should win the game. Uh, That's not the biggest game of the week. A biggest game of the week is probably Toledo versus Buffalo. It's a MAC championship preview. Toledo's favored, even on the road. This is a great test. I mean, normally you don't get like the MAC championship game early in the season. I think these two are probably going to end up back in Detroit for a rematch. This is on ESPN Plus. It's one of the 1 p.m. kickoffs. I hate ESPN Plus. Quality is you no, know, not great. But what are you going to do? The MAC has most of their games on ESPN Plus because they're the MAC. Um, this, oh. This game, I think, is going to be Toledo. I, I don't, I don't know if I believe in Buffalo yet, but I, I believe in Toledo. So that's why I'm going to pick Toledo in this one. I believe the Rockets are going to be the MAC champions. Strictly, that's the only reason I'm going with it. I think Toledo is going to win the game and show everybody that we're going to be MAC champs and we're going to get to nine, ten wins. So. Only on that that faith, I'm going to go with the Rockets and Coach Crandall. Outside of that, I don't really have any other reason. I just feel Toledo's a better team. I'm not sure about Buffalo. Now, if Buffalo wins, I'll take it all back. Buffalo will be Mac East champs for sure, most likely. And I will easily get on the Buffalo uh, bandwagon. But right now, I'm riding the Rockets all the way to Detroit. I don't think anybody in the Mac is as good as they are. I think the MAC representative in the end of the year will be the Toledo Rockets. So definitely going with uh, Toledo on this one. NIU at Ohio. I don't understand this. NIU is favored by three points on the road at Ohio. Um, I don't get that at all, but um, you know, NIU, is, NIU is, let's take away last week. They gave up 40 points a game. <laughs> If Ohio scores 40 points a game, they're going to win. Can NIU give up only 10 points again? Highly unlikely, but we'll see. Um, It's weird. Ohio's got a winning record. They're playing at home, and they're an underdog. I don't quite understand any of that. Other than the odds makers think NIU is a better roster and a better team. And they might. They're just not a better team in terms of winning. But they might have a better roster of players. They're just not a better team when it comes to winning. This is also, you know, not for Ohio, it's not as important. For NIU, a loss here puts you at six losses, and your season is essentially over as well. Um, so in terms of that, NIU's got far more to play for. They're going to be hungrier. Uh, their season got saved last week by, at Eastern Michigan. Had they lost that last one, I think they would have, probably mailed it in this week and, you know, forfeited, you know, just thrown in the towel saying we're going to lose seven games. Um, But only because I, you know, and I use in a more desperate situation than Ohio, they might come out with a victory. Um, But it's hard because NIU's defense is so terrible that if they go back to giving up 40 a game, then I'm going to go with Ohio. But if Ohio doesn't score 40, then hey, yeah, NIU has a chance. So I don't know about that one. Um, 
Bowling Green, ESPN3 at Central Michigan. Battle of two teams with, you know, not a whole lot to play for. They're three and four versus two and five. Bowling Green, if they win this game, can realistically get to a bowl game. That is in the realm of possibility. Because they would be two games away uh, with four to go in terms of a bowl game. Central Michigan, even winning this game, you're still three and five, and you would really derail Bowling Green's chances of getting to a bowl game because they would fall to three and five. Um, Central Michigan's favored by six and a half. I this is a hard one to pick because neither team is very good. And overall projections, I don't see either one going to a bowl game. But if Bowling Green wins this game, they move right into the bowl discussion. They can get to a bowl game if they win this game. This is I mean, if you lose this game, you're you're not going to a bowl game. So bowl, so bowling green, you are there, you are ready for a bowl appearance if you can win this game. It's all right there set up for you. Don't win this game. Both of them are essentially playing out the string with losing records. So, yeah, it's a big game for Bowling Green. It's another game for Central Michigan. It's hard to I have no idea who's going to win. That's a tough one. Uh, that was an ESPN 3. That is a 1 p.m. kickoff. Uh, ESPN, a 2 o'clock kickoff. ESPN Plus, another beauty on the plus. Eastern Michigan at Ball State. This is so hard to just pick. They're both four and three. Eastern Michigan looks terrible some games. Looks pretty good some other games. Ball State's favored by two and a half. It's a home game. On the simple fact, Ball State's playing better football right now, and they've been more consistent, I'm going to go with the Ball State Cardinals. I like what they did last week against UConn. I did not like what I saw whatsoever out of Eastern Michigan. That doesn't mean the Eagles can't turn around this week. That clearly could happen because they're up and down. You beat Arizona State, you get, you lose by a fortune to NIU. Which team is Eastern Michigan? You almost lost to UMass. What team is Eastern Michigan? We have no idea. Week to week, they're completely different. Ball State's consistent. I like the way they're playing. They're on a little, little bit of roll here right now. I like Ball State in this one. Give Ball State Cardinals the victory at home. And the final game for next week, this week, CBS Sports Network, a 3.30 Eastern kickoff, Western Michigan at Miami, Ohio. Not a lot on the line in this game. Western Michigan is 2-5. and five. Miami, Ohio is 3-4. and four. Miami's in the same spot Bowling Green is in. If you win this game, you're back to 500, and you're within sight of a bowl game. Western Michigan's not really thinking bowl game right now at two wins because they got a long way to go uh, to get there. But if Western Michigan wins and beats Miami, Miami's season is essentially derailed as well. Like the bowl, the bowl chances just dramatically reduce so quickly because it's there's no margin for error really at that point. You got you'd have five five losses. And you're in a much better shape at four and four. And I don't know who's going to win the game because they're both eh, hard to predict. It's a Miami of Ohio was favored by almost seven, but I really have no idea. Um, 
it's a bad team playing a bad team. So it is what it is. Um, the Mac is it's an it's kind of a big week for the Mac. Either you're going to step up and get some of these teams that are three wins into the four win category. Uh, there's a Mac championship basically game preview with Buffalo and Toledo. So it's a big week in terms of the top of the Mac, and it's also a big week at the bottom of the Mac because some of these teams are going to make it almost impossible to realistically get to six wins. So there'll be definitely potentially more uh, structure to the conference after this week in terms of who's going to play in the postseason and who isn't. I will have the recap for you next week. You can hear it all right here on the Believe Sports Network. And come back next week. Break it down. We're still going to have our special guest. uh, Working it out with him right now. And I think you're going to enjoy that. Um, And, oh, I do think I might be going back to New York City for my other project this uh, next week. So that's always exciting. I think in about a month, I will be able to tell everybody what's going on and what channel it's going to air on. So that's exciting. I think I have like 30 more days before I can announce that. Um, but until then, I am Mark Scafidi. Enjoy Mac games this week because I will. And let's see some teams separate here. We know Toledo's good. We know Buffalo's been good. We know Ball State's getting better. Let's see who decides to separate this weekend and say, hey, we are here for the long haul this season. We are here to take the Mac. I don't know who it's going to be. I think Toledo. But let's see. Come back next week and we'll find out. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.